Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Incarcerated 
prisoners that are taking place. And I wanted to ask you, what was your vibe to actually go into Virginia to go in to go into that the, the penal system and to see some of the things that were taking place and just sitting down and conversing with some of the incarcerated prisoners there? Well, I was blessed because I got an opportunity to go to a jail where the sheriff grew up in the project. He knew about the injustices and decided to get in the system to try to change it from within. So the men that I was able to see, I was able to see people that was part of a program of reforming them and and helping them to rehabilitate the issues that they were dealing with, which are very, it's very hard to do in the jail. So this sheriff did want to play his part. It's a brother named C.T. Woody. And I got a chance to hang with him and talk with him. And then when I met the various residents in the jail, these particular people were part of this program. So by nature, they were striving to change their lives. That's the reason, that's the ability, that's the reason they were able to be in this program. So when you see this film, I mean, it's inspiring to see these men striving to do their best to change their life. And that to me was, you know, it was a blessing. So I was able to walk into that type of atmosphere, men that was locked up, some of them unjustly, and they were striving to change their life, get out and do the best they could. So I was inspired that way. As far as being inspired, uh, the overall goal, do you feel or hoping that this would affect other jail or prison systems to let them know that this can be done? There's a better way of doing things than what you're not doing at this particular moment in time with, inc- with, uh, with incarceration and not treat- and treating people less than human. Without a doubt. In fact, since we've started this film, we have seen legislators, um, various politicians, um, sheriffs and, and um, um, wardens watch this film and get more convicted about the humanity of those inside and the hard transition that it is to come from inside to outside, which some of the politicians, some of the legislators did not understand the humanity of it. They understood sort of the talking points, but they didn't see it in a human way. And so the film has already helped so many to see it differently. So I know that it's affecting change in that way. You know, we've both experienced, we've seen, I know I can speak from a personal, uh, personal perspective where I've had relatives that have been incarcerated for numerous as far as years and then when they have actually come, when they've actually been released and come back to society, they've been institutionalized so much. They don't exactly. know how to adapt as far as quote unquote dealing with real world issues. And then they end up doing something that will actually put them back as far as being incarcerated again. And I know this is very near and dear to your heart as far as putting, giving them the tools while they incarcerated, being able to learn different trades, to be able to have them ready to adapt if they do get out. What do you think we need to do or what we can do better to speed along the process to, as far as helping them to adapt when they are released back into society? 
Man, that's a great question because many people don't understand, and I learned it myself by talking to, for instance, Teddy, who was one of the brothers that showcased in this film, 16 Bars. Teddy shared with me, he's like, man, getting out, you would be surprised at things you have to learn to transition with. Some people know about, okay, you have to try to get a job again. You have to, you know, get back into regular society. But it's not just that. It's getting used to the smells, the colors, the noises, just normal things that we take for granted as people, you know, citizens outside of the prisons, we take for granted. They have to learn how to get adjusted to all of that again. So what we could do as a society is be supportive of transitional programs that are out there. The ones that I would tell people to go check out is the real life program, uh, the real life program in uh, Richmond, Virginia, which people can go to and support on my website, brotherspeech.com. And the real life program in Virginia helps people holistically. So whether it's therapy, whether it's obviously drug treatment, but more than that, whether it's learning how to um, sign up applications, learning how to do resumes, just simple things like getting your hair cut, getting some nice fresh clothes so you can feel confident when going into job interviews, understanding how to get back into the neighborhood or move out of your neighborhood if your neighborhood was toxic for you and there's no way for you to be able to stay in a straight and narrow, staying in the same place that you used to live in. So there's a lot of different things that people learn when you deal with it from a holistic approach. We're, it's almost time for another election season. So people can start looking at the candidates that are doing the most for transitional um, brothers and sisters that are going through transition and coming out of prison and jail. Look at those candidates and vote for that because those are the types of things that can help in a real-world way these men and women come out and do much better. One other thing I wanted to say is 95% of the people that are in prison are going to come out at some point or another. And so what that means for us as citizens is what kind of people do we want to come back into our neighborhood? Do we want a better criminal or a better citizen? Transition is the way to help them to be a better citizen. Wouldn't it be a beautiful experience if you had corporations like Google, Apple, I mean, just major corporations would set up those kind of programs a transitional program when someone is out of prison or jail, they could set up programs where they can teach and educate this person or persons to being able to adapt in society and also put them in a job placement program where they can be educated and learn. I mean, anything is possible. The money is there. It's just a matter of being able to make it happen in order for someone to care you have a lot of highly intelligent people that are incarcerated, but because they've done something that was wrong and it's being held against them when they come out, they're not giving the, they're not given the opportunity to have a successful career or to try to elevate themselves from a financial standpoint because they do have that record against them. What do you think if you could just kind of have a conversation with legislatures, people in the community? Uh, governors, mayors, you name it, what were some of the key aspects that you would say to them to help propose, you know, as far as better education or better, as far as having different companies provide job placement programs for the inmates when they I are think, really decided? I, that, that's fantastic points that you just raised. 
the things that I would tell people to get active about and asking your politicians to do, your local politicians, is to fight for prisons and jails to even have these corporations teach skills while the men are while the men are in prison so that when they come out they're very much prepared to just scoot into an internship or a job opportunity and they know the skill set and at least the fundamentals of that skill set so corporations can get involved on the inside and then second of all the probation system is really a trap to prolong people's sentences in the long run the probation periods are, number one, extremely long for many, many people that have been locked up, and they're extremely strict in ways that are just not realistic. I mean, smallest things could get them put back into prison, and I mean nonviolent, small little mistakes could get them put back into jail or prison, and many times the sentences are ridiculously long for very small mistakes. The probation system is really broken, so people should ask for that to be reformed and changed. And so, yes, there are some great examples of employees, uh, employers, and restaurants and other corporations that are doing just what you just talked about. They're allowing men and women who are coming out of prison to come work for them, learn skill sets that ultimately empower them, and they do well. That's the thing that you, you, you hit up on it. There's so many men and women in these jails that in prisons that are so intelligent so hungry for knowledge, for opportunity and change, that if we have a different mindset, we will totally change the landscape of not only those that are in prison, but most importantly, for those coming out. We will change the landscape for all of them and make for a better neighborhood for ourselves. Without question, because when it comes down to it, every man and every woman wants to feel economically viable, Um, especially for a man when he comes out He wants to feel like a man being able to provide not only for himself, but before, but provide for his family. And when he's not even given an opportunity to do so, okay, what's the next phase? You know, what do I do now? You know, do I commit a crime and end up right back to where I want? Because I know certain powers to be in this country. They will prefer for, they would prefer for me to be behind bars and being treated like an animal instead of being an asset to my community and doing something positive. Um, I remember before you mentioned That's something. That's exactly right. <laughs> it, I, I remember the conversation. Like I said, I'm very good as far as remembering things that certain artists have, you know, told me as far as conversing with them. And I remember when you were talking to me about, about it's amazing what they consider the difference between white collar crime and just crime in general. You know, the difference between yeah. having a suit and tie and committing crimes, atrocities in everyday life, but you go out and someone is trying to steal something to feed their family, they're compl- they're they're being treated completely differently. It is incredible to me what's transpiring in uh in this country. And family, I want you to go out, get the new soundtrack, sixteen bars. It is incredible. And also be sure to stop by Brother Speech, his official website, that he can get, so you can get on his mailing list. That's at brotherspeech.com. What did you learn about yourself? Because I know seeking knowledge has always been one of your goals for you in life. What did you learn by going through this process as far as learning more about yourself? I learned that my own sin 
the things that I have done wrong is I was convicted to years in prison because of a mistake. How would I be? I personally was convicted by these men and their journeys on how strong they are to persevere despite really a lot of them were in there for nonviolent crimes and because of drug addiction. And so I learned that we've got to become way more compassionate about those that are struggling through the illness of drug addiction because that, in many instances, is the basis for the crimes that they would later commit. We've got to be more compassionate about what's going on in our country to so many people who are being unjustly thrown into prison just because they've been addicted to drugs. I've learned that in a personal way, and I've been inspired by these men's lives. There's four men that we cover in 16 bars, and all four of them inspire me in certain ways. And um, I came out a totally different man. One of my favorite collaborations on the soundtrack is Broken Change, what you did with Devontae James. Really hit me hard. What was that collaboration like for you in putting that particular song together on the, on the soundtrack for 16 bars? The- well, first of all, thank you. Devontae is an incredible young man, learned guitar, and had a family who was engulfed into the drug game since he was a baby. So okay. his odds of being able to come out of that was very slim. And yet that song is a great example of a guy who's like, they're trying to count me out, but I want to be here for my daughter. I want to be here for my children. I want to be here for my family. And you can see in the film, He's such a driven man. I mean, this man, despite the wrong that he did, he was so driven to do better in his life. And he got out and did really well working for a big company. He's so proud of Devontae. So it was great working on that song with him because that was like his testimony of how good he's going to do coming out. You know, I want to kind of go back just a little bit on something that you said. When you had an opportunity to go in and converse with some of these highly intelligent brothers and take a little mini recording studio and do all this in the jail. After all, everything was said and done. I know you had to have some type of feeling like, you know what, I've done this and I'm really getting a completely different perspective. What's really taking place here. But then knowing I get an opportunity to walk out but these gentlemen are still still incarcerated. What was that feeling like knowing when that did take place, when you, when you had the opportunity to leave and finish with the film? That was very convicting for me because even every night I would go in and I would work in these same bars that everybody else is living in, but then I get to go home and I go to a nice hotel and I chill. And I decided to spend one night in prison just to get an inkling of, what they were going through. So I did spend the night one night and we didn't even keep that in the film because at the end of the day, I just wanted to feel what it felt like, but I didn't want the film to be about my struggles. I wanted it to be about these men and their voices. And so we decided to cut it out and it ended up on the chopping floor. But yeah, it was, it was convicting for me just to see how permanent that prison can be for many people and, and how, just how much weight that is to know that the state can decide your fate. And that's what um, Brother Chuck D said from Public Enemy, and 
he said another line in this song, um, Black Steel in the Hours of Chaos. He said, it occurred to me these suckers got authority. And he's talking about the government, and that's so true, and that's why these laws are so important. They, they have the authority to literally take your freedom, whether for legitimate or illegitimate reasons, to take your freedom, lock you behind bars, and pretty much the world doesn't know you exist anymore. And that's a powerful position that this government has over us as citizens. And so we've got to make sure that these things are just and fair for all of our citizens, because if it's not for one of our citizens, then it may not be for us in the future. So we've got to be cautious and be aware of those things. You know, it's interesting. I remember my dad told me many years ago, he said, you can buy all the materialistic things in the world. He said, but one thing money cannot buy, it cannot buy time. Um, That's exactly right. You cannot buy time. And I mean, it's incredible. As you said, you had an opportunity to stay, then leave, go to a hotel room, kind of stretch out, get yourself together. But then you have men and women on lockdown being told what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and being locked in a, what, four by eight, four by 10 cell, and being alone with your thoughts, knowing things that you could have done differently or the people not only hurting yourself, but things that you've done to hurt family members because you have been taken away from them. Um, it's a really because you end up punishing yourself more than anything else because of the choices that you've made. But we both agree. I think there's so many things that we can do collectively to make things better for a person when they when they are out and say, Hey, look, you know what? I own a barber shop. But I have an internship set up because I want to teach you how to touch. I want to teach you to become a professional barber so you can eventually move out and get and open your own business. So, I mean, it just exactly. a matter. Yeah, matter of a person sitting up there as you, hey, I'm a musician. I want to show you what it takes to be maybe a publicist or to get involved in the industry to learn the ins and outs of the industry. So one day maybe you can start your own publicist company. I mean, there's so many things that we can do collectively. To help, and I want to thank you, man, for uh, taking the time to bringing this awareness to the film. And again, family, you gotta go. You definitely gotta go check it out. And more importantly, get the soundtrack. It is available via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to Amazon.com and to join that mailing list. Stop by Brother Speech official website. That's that Brother Speech. Dot com. And I got to ask you, now the last album that Arrested Development released, this was what, last year, Craft and Optics, had an opportunity to listen to it, an incredible album. And for me, as I've always said, the frustrating thing is, is that when you have an artist that puts out a beautiful body of work and it does not get the, get the airplay, that it rightfully deserves. I've spoken to too many artists as far as the level of frustration that they express, but hey, look, this is a part of me, but I'm not getting their play. You've been in this industry a long time. Do you see things getting better as far as being an independent artist? Or do you think things are going to kind of get even more frustrating, not being able to get the necessary airplay that your product or your music so richly deserves? And that's a great question. And the truth is, it's harder for us as artists to get the music played. 
but it's harder for all of the artists throughout the music industry. So even your top artists, whether it's a Taylor Swift or whoever, they are only selling at the most millions of copies, meaning 1 million, 2 million copies. And they're the highest selling artists in the world. And so all the other artists, unfortunately, are selling somewhere between 10 to 70,000, 100,000 units. Whereas in the past, an artist like a Taylor Swift might sell 12 to 10, 10 million units. So the music industry has went down a huge bunch because of streaming. So it is very much a harder era to get music out there. Some artists do well, obviously, but most artists are not. And so the music industry is in a, I think it's in a sort of a pregnancy period, and we're waiting to deliver the new music industry that it needs to become in the future. And I hope it's a much better for artists than it's ever been before, because artists have always had a bad rap. Even from the very beginnings of the music industry, we got very little while executives and publishing owners, publish, um, publishing owners got the, the majority of the share of the music rights and money. So we definitely need change. We need revolutionary change in this regard. And so I, I really hope it happens soon. Well, look, you've already given birth to your baby, so everybody else is still uh, <laughs> still waiting. So be sure, family, to get Craft and Optics. It is available on all social media outlets, so make sure you go pick up that new album. What can we expect? Uh, I was getting ready to say 2020 is less, not even a month away, less than a month away. What are some of the goals that you've actually set for yourself individually and also for Arrested Development for 2020? Yeah, I'm excited about 2020. I got a new album project coming out um, called The Vagabond Family, a speech in The Vagabond Family. And it's basically me with a few new artists. They're really young, anywhere from 25 to, to 35. And I'm 51. So, like, it's cool for me to be able to collaborate with basically millennials. And I love that energy. I love what we've been able to do together. And so we'll start dropping singles at the top of the year. And the first single is called CN for the first time. And that's coming at the top of the year. So um, people should, again, go to brotherspeech.com, sign the mailing list, and we'll let you know as soon as that single drops. But um, we're just finished mixing it and mastering it. And it sounds amazing. I'm really excited about this project. Well, brother, when it's finished, I mean, if it's still warm, like grandma's cookies, be sure to send it over here to the teddy bear. And we will definitely debut it here first. And hopefully in 2020, man, you come down here and uh, join us, you know, vibe with us here in the station. We would love to have you, man. I would love to do that, man. So no doubt we will definitely make that happen. All right, man. Well, remember family again, to join the mailing list, you have to make that happen. Stop by brother speech. Dot com and also to get the latest updates from Arrested Development upcoming projects, go to www.arresteddevelopmentmusic.com and also be sure to check out, hey, 16 Bars. That's at www.16barsthefilm.com and be sure to get that soundtrack. It is definitely a must-have. Brother, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule and vibing with us here today. And again, you know, this is your home, whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know. We got you. We respect you and much continued success on this journey. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate your support.
God bless the very talented God bless. speech, <laughs> very talented speech, of course, from the two-time Grammy Award-winning group, Arrested Development, Lord and Mercy, mm, 9.27 a.m. Central Standard Time here in downtown Houston. While I got you here sipping on some Thai tea, and for others out there, you know, got that cafe mocha latte or just a regular black job, I got something for you. One of the many hit singles, of course, from the 16th bars soundtrack of course featuring speech and Devonte james broken chains here in the zone of the they counted me out they said i'd never stand out i'll always be part of the crowd hold up me out, thinking I'm just another black man, looking for just another handout, I'ma move along, and succeed, the power lies in me, to be what my son needs me to be, as a father, so listen up, these things can take you farther, living in a world where sons want to be daughters, meanwhile police demand in order, without knowledge of the sheep, wait to get slaughtered. It's time to build it before your life is over With so many people just fighting to stay sober The slaves to a drug, their lives now roller coaster Their lives are now roller coaster So listen to these words When you feeling like life is over I said listen to these words When you feeling like life is over, hold up I used to smoke and drink just to unwind so many days and days they passed me by It was another pain that I overcame But my problems only seemed to circulate I was afraid of pain so I hide and break Is this the only way that I'll ever break these chains? I gotta break these chains Rhyming about love, you start getting smirked. SMH, as if hating works. My God, to time in jail, daily in a prison cell. Wouldn't it be a good source to teach you how not to fail? They want us chained, they hate it when we pro black, but they love it when we profane. We discovering your whole game. I've been discovered it's three years, five months, and two days. HOV had to catch up with me, he was in the slower than I gotta break you 
can't be afraid, cause in life there are mistakes. See, love is what we need to kill the world of all this hate. We reside in a land of the beautiful, and they always great. So let's unite and kill the world of all this hate. So let's unite and make the world a better place. So let's unite and kill the world of all this hate. So let's unite and make the world a better place. In a world like today, it's a rare occasion to be able to see young mothers like the ones that were around when I grew up. But they live on in memory to quite a few of us. And this song is dedicated to those who cherish that memory. Early one Sunday morning Breakfast was on the table there was no time to eat she said to me boy hurry to Sunday school filled with a lot of glory we learned the whole story she'll always have her dream Despite the things this troubled world can bring Oh, say, don't you know we love you, sweet Sadie Place no one above you, sweet Sadie Well, 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 living in the past Sometimes it seems so funny No money will turn your life Cotton candy, stronger than Papa's old brandy. Always that needed smile. Once in a while, she would break down and cry. Sometimes she'd be so happy, seeing with us and Daddy. Standing the worst of times Breaking the binds With just a simple song
Lord in mercy. People Bryson. Yes, Lord. I definitely feel like reaching for the sky here, vibing in the zone of LOTO Radio. Again, want to send out a very special thank you to my man, Speech from Arrested Development. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. And remember, family, be sure to check out his new movie documentary called 16 Bars, directed by Sam Barthwick, producer Adam Barton, and cinematography, Lord and mercy, Alex Cullen. Be sure to get the new soundtrack. It is available via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and for those who like to live just a little bit more adventures, you can always head over to Amazon.com. And be sure to get all the latest updates. Join the mailing list. Stop by his personal website at, okay, at www.brotherspeech.com. And also the latest updates for Arrested Development at ArrestedDevelopmentMusic.com. And pick up their latest album, Craft. And optics, my lord, you know what? Life is definitely a journey, and we learn more about ourselves and humanity as each day passes by. Unfortunately, some good, some not so good, but it's always a blessing. And again, for those who are tuning in late, shame on you. What the teddy bear does forget, that's all right, we got you covered in each and every way. For those who missed the interview, hey, be sure to pull up that app on your phone when it's up on either at yeah, iHeartRadio or Spotify. Type in L-O-T-L Radio The Zone and you subscribe there and listen to all these wonderful interviews and find out who's going to be on the upcoming broadcast. Hey, stop by our Instagram page. That's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-L Radio The Zone. Also, we're on YouTube on Twitter too. Yeah. <laughs> at Twitter is at Twitter.com L-O-T-O Radio and also on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash L-O-T-O Radio. Lord, Ember is still trying to get used to, yeah, broadcasting, getting in the groove so early in the morning. You know, the teddy bear loves doing things and we'll have a part of the afternoon or yeah, the evening that make everything come being cozy. But in the meantime, I want everyone to have a fantastic weekend and I want to Thank you for allowing the teddy bear to uh, be a part of your early morning job. Lord and mercy. Until we meet again, I'll see you on the other side of the clouds. Sleep well, my children. Take care of one another. Love one another. And every opportunity you get, uplift. So easy. Much easier to smile to turn that frown upside down. Until we meet again, stay blessed. And as always, mm, remain different. But more importantly, always remain unusual, especially when you have a teddy bear vibing in the zone of L.O.T.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.